Support this podcast and keep us going. Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join up. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 985. Today we hear from Nicole, who says... I finally got some actionable, professional-ish feedback on my short. Congratulations. They liked the plot, but felt it had too much exposition. They didn't feel in the story, were confused on how the characters' powers worked. I wrote it with a sort of fairy tale once upon a time feel, then go into the action. Is there a different ratio of exposition allowed in novels versus a short story? Is having too much exposition a hallmark of a beginning writer? Yes, and kinda. One of my problems when I started writing novels, one of the first bits of professional feedback I got was, you're not spending enough time on exposition. (laughs) Because I had worked so hard on doing tight short stories that when I went to novels, I wasn't giving it time to breathe. And in novels, you actually, unless you're writing thrillers, which have their own rules, you really do want to give it time to breathe. With short stories, you can get away with a lot of exposition, but it needs to be disguised. Now, in the fairy tale subgenre, you can disguise it as fairy tale storytelling and get away with quite a lot. Um, I did the audiobook for Gail Carriger's short story, Fairy Debt, which is one of her early short stories and is very exposition-heavy, but because it's done as a fairy tale, it works, because it has that sort of once upon a time, the Brothers Grimm had this thing going on, and then there were fairies involved. So, um, and it's uh, it's fun. You should, uh, you should definitely buy the audiobook, because I produced it, and I get a slice of that, and ha-ha. But it, it, even if you just read the ebook, it'll give you an idea of how an early-stage writer can pull that off and do it really well. Um, and also you will want cupcakes. Also you'll want cupcakes. <laughs> the trick with exposition is turning the exposition into storytelling. So... A bad exposition is called an infodump, right? In order to understand this story, you first must understand that this world has a gravity of 1.5, and it means that everybody has bad knees, you know, and that gets old pretty quick. But if, on the other hand, you say, Bob, who lived on Saturn, was contending forever with bad knees because his genetics predisposed him to living in a 1G field instead of a 4G field. So even with his braces, on this particular morning, he was still dealing with sore knees and didn't want to get out of bed. You know, and that kind of thing. That The exposition becomes part of the story logic, and then you can get away with murder um, in terms of just info-dumping forever. As long as the info-dump itself is a story you can get away with it because the story draws people through and it doesn't bore them. And they don't go, oh, I've got to get through all this in order to understand what's going on. They're like, oh, wow, this is wild. And that's kind of the approach that you want to take if you're doing something exposition heavy, especially in a short story. In a novel, people will let you get away with a little bit more of the sort of bland 
As you know, Bob, in this world we have so much gravity that it makes our knees ache. Which I mention because today my knees ache. You know, it's a little ham-fisted, but readers will let you get away with it a lot more in a longer form story than in a shorter form story because they don't feel like they're being cheated out of the story. You've got a sly smirk. I'm just giggling because for some strange reason in that last little bit of exposition, I just imagined instead him telling Bob that his knees exploded that morning. <laughs> this is you. Any any <laughs> verb can be replaced with the words spanked, exploded, or bounced. And 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 in your world, that makes it make more sense and be more sel- more satisfying. You guys would not believe the editorial notes I get sometimes when she's in a mood. <laughs> Ah, but uh, yeah, hopefully that gives you something to work with. (laughs) I'm going to go explode now for Kitty's Entertainment. (laughs) We'll see. exploded with delight. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.